0: My number one tip for young families, and I, I give this advice all the time, is if you if you see a house and you like it or if you love it, visit it at different times throughout the day. Like go there in the evening, grab a Starbucks, grab a Tim Horns, and just grab the stroller, walk up the street. Uh, it has you can get a great feeling for the vibe of the neighborhood, um, and it's one of those things where you, until you have lived on a really great street or great area, you don't really appreciate. Um, what you have essentially and i know that's one of the things that um although my house is not perfect um you know we we'd like to upgrade we're in no hurry to do so because our street is amazing i mean our kid my james is literally riding his bike on the street right now with one of the teenagers um and we have zero concerns with traffic hello
1: welcome to episode 92 of kt confidential I am Arielle Kormendy and today I am joined by one of my wonderful colleagues
0: Chris Behe. Welcome Christopher. Thank you, thank you. Uh,
1: Welcome to episode 92 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. In today's episode we're talking back to school kind of crazy, uh, that we're now at the end of August going into September and everybody's got back to school in mind, you know, um, you and I chatted a little bit about being a little nervous because one of your kids are in going into school, going into kindergarten. And, um, I've talked to some of my friends that, uh, you know, have kids that are in grade school and, um, you know, some of our staff have kids that are going into grade school and it's on everybody's mind. And, um, it's been a while obviously for the kids, but also for the parents, right? So
0: Been a long, long, long stretch.
1: There's a, there's a lot of things on people's minds and we're going to talk a little bit about how kids going back to school affects the market, how it is affecting the market right now. Um, there are pros and cons to, to this time of year for buyers and sellers. We're going to chat a bit about that. And then I know Chris, you also want to chat about um, just thinking forward, right? If you have kids, how, How does schools, how do schools potentially affect uh, decisions that you're going to make whether you're buying or selling a home? So so that's what we're talking about today. That is a bulk of our audience. Like a lot of our clients have children. So this is something that people think about. If you are an avid follower, you've probably watched past episodes where we were talking about kids and things like that, but we never really focused on it as a main topic. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, Please, if you are watching this video on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, give us a like and make sure you subscribe. uh, So you get notifications of any new videos and podcasts that we do post. Uh, And wherever you're listening to the podcast, leave a comment and and leave us a review. It would really, really uh, benefit us as we grow this podcast. And we are growing quickly to become um, one of the top real estate podcasts. So, Let's get right into it, Christopher. uh, first of all, for those that of you that haven't seen much of Chris on the podcast uh because we are starting to bring um our colleagues and our staff onto the podcast more often, so you're gonna be seeing a lot more of them um, Chris, myself, and Adrian have worked together for years and years and years, um going back to our previous jobs um but Chris joined the team now. Well, I guess you started doing your training and your licensing, what, over, two and a half
0: years ago? So. Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half years, I guess, now. Um, he currently
1: is the top performing uh, realtor on the team this year and uh, still got uh, long ways to go for the rest of the year. But um, Chris lives in Milton, with his wife, who is a teacher. So uh, we've got lots, of, lots to talk about, about going it's back
0: hot to, to It's a hot topic right now. <laughs> um,
1: and has two young children, two boys, uh, six and three. Five and three. Five and three.
0: That was close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think five. Better be five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Time flies, man. Uh, so, so we've got lots to talk about. And, of course, I have uh, twin boys uh, the ages of three and three. Uh, yeah. And uh, so we've got kids similar ages. Uh, school is a hot topic for us
0: as well in our yeah. household. So, As you mentioned, too, the majority of our clients have – school aged children or are planning to have children in the near future. So well,
1: and if you think about it, the bulk of people uh, in general that live
0: in Milton uh, have kids, right? Yeah, like what's this? that medium medium household age is what, 36, 37? So that's Correct. I mean that's in that bulk that's in that wheelhouse for, for kids.
1: Correct. Although I'm slowly inching out of that uh, demographic because <laughs> I wheel- told this year Um, I've got a couple of years up on you but
0: um, sneaking up on me too
1: anyways uh, so let's start talking about the market and how this time of year, because, you know, we're third week of August going into the end of August. um, And of course, once the calendar turns to September, uh, everything kind of changes, the weather changes, buying habits change a bit, selling habits change a little bit. And uh, of course, kids going back to school changes routines, um, changes the way you might wake up in the morning, the way you might Eat during the day, and and it changes so many things, right? Um,
0: yeah, I think people's priorities change as well a little bit. Trying to get back into that back to school routine, trying to get kids settled and set up for school, and this year has an extra level to it that we're not quite used to, that we're all still adapting to, and still trying to get more information about as well.
1: And and that's a big component uh, of. What's happening right now in the market, by the way, for those of you that are watching us on YouTube, and if you want quick, um, a quick reference, you can go to ktconfidential.ca. And it will take you to the full playlist of these podcasts. But I've got my blue mic. Uh, my snowball mic in front of me today, because I've relocated to the dining room. I'm moving up in the world. Uh, as you know, my home office is in the basement. I had to sacrifice my main floor office for a kid's playroom when our kids were born. And uh, once we shut the Milton studio down, which uh, we have not reopened as yet, um, everything's been relocated to my basement office. The kids and the wife are away. They're at the cottage enjoying the The sun and the beach, so I decided to move on up. So it's Winston and I taking over the house. And uh,
0: notice you're not wearing your hoodie, so it must be a little warmer up there.
1: It is much warmer. (laughs) The basement is freezing, Um, and I'm not sure why. Uh, It's just poor cycle Ah, cycling. Poor cycle. Every every home. But funny
0: you should. Funny you should say that because our office is a playroom on the main level too. So i'm in a bedroom above the garage with a full panel of windows so i'm i'm sweating it out in uh in here and and do so most of the time
1: well it's it's interesting because we both live in mademy homes and we know that certain parts of the construction of me homes are they they have to cut corners somewhere to have the lower pricing, right? The yeah. lower initial pricing. And you see that when, when you compare a anatomy home to a great golf home, as an example, and great golf might include some extras like additional insulation or, um, better materials and things like that. And I mean, even their homes will have, will have issues, but, uh, some of the newer homes with heat recovery, ventilation or, um, energy star homes, like neither of our homes are energy star rated. Uh, mine um, is.
0: Oh it is, is it? I yes, don't remember
1: that. Yeah. Uh, but
0: even the window, the window technology is so much better now compared to like our I think your home's about the same age as mine, that 12-year window, huge, huge difference now in new oh, construction. That's the
1: thing, right? As as homes um, as newer homes uh, develop with newer features, um, and and new builders always have to provide new incentives, right? Like uh, like vehicles, right? Like all of a sudden you've got new safety features or um, new add-ons. I think I was telling you, we were in the market for the brand new Toyota Sienna and the, the new one coming out, the 2021 model has a hybrid, um, hybrid engine and uh, the top of the line model has a vacuum and a fridge in it how cool right so yeah homes, homes are the same way and uh they introduce new features and benefits all the time as the home gets older it gets um, a little bit more outdated you're missing some of those features and a lot of the components are for um um the benefit of lower utilities right so saving you saving you money on hydro and gas and all that fun stuff anyways yeah. um so, again, for those of you watching, I apologize that the mic is in the, the video. For those of you listening, I must sound really good. Uh, let's get into it. Market. Yeah. This time of year, if you're a parent, ideally, you don't want to be listing your home during this period of time. Fact.
0: Fiction. Fiction. I think so. I hear that a lot from both the buying and selling side of people with small kids. They are taking, if they have been looking, they might be taking a break until the kids get settled. And no one wants to be dealing with showings and um, uh, the inconvenience while they're trying to get their kids back to school. So, certainly, as crazy as the market is and it's, it's not cooling off, we definitely notice a, lot of, a little bit less activity from that young family uh, demographic this time of year.
1: Well, here's what I say to that because if you are, let's say you have two kids and one or both are going to school, are you really going to want showings? at the start of the school year, right? Like just as just as you're starting up your new routines again and you know, the kids are starting to come home with all this paperwork that you need to fill out or well, bedtimes um, get
0: earlier, mornings get earlier. It's a time schedule day. your
1: bath schedules, your yeah. your meal schedules, it all changes, right? So so now do you want to throw into the mix having to leave the house especially during COVID um do you want to really leave the house during that period of time? So, so you're probably not listing your home for sale from, the, from right now mm-hmm. until. Mid-September. So for about a three-week period of time, I know from experience, we are going to see a lack of inventory. We're also going to see a reduced amount of buyers because, again, same thing. Routines are changing, whatever. People might not have that extra time in the evening now to go out and look at properties it might make weekends a little bit busier for homes, especially now that there aren't open houses. Although all of Ontario has now moved to stage three and the boards are slowly opening up to allow um, realtors to, to host open houses. However, we haven't opened that up yet.
0: No, the Hopefully, last week... Community- I mean, decide to distract a little. Last communication I read, they're still encouraging realtors not to, is the direction from the board, unless their clients direct them to, essentially. Correct. Um, And I think that's the approach we're taking is we will if we have to, but we would prefer not to.
1: Yes. And I think most sellers uh don't want to no. and uh our virtual open houses are working out quite well so um so and again very kid you know fa- very kid friendly
0: <laughs> very watch kid friendly kids and everything that's else right. but yes
1: that's right in the comfort of your jammies but <laughs> the, so to the point there's going to be less listing activity less homes going on the market during the next few weeks there's also going to be fewer buyers out there shopping over that period of time, but the buyers that are out there are very serious about buying a house. Right? So, so if you are, if if your home is on the market and you've got showings between this week and the next few weeks, you can pretty well guarantee that these people are not just out there looking. They are yeah. They are qualified and in the market to purchase a home.
0: Yeah, um, we've seen that too with with COVID. Um, people that are out looking at homes, they're not out looking up for for home just because they want to see what the neighbor's house looks like. They're out because they're actively looking and they're right. interested in that property. Otherwise, why why risk the exposure? Why waste your time when everyone has other th- better things to do right now?
1: So. So that's our answer really to those of you that have sent us a DM over the last couple of weeks asking if, you know, is it a good time to list or is it a good time to buy? Um, again, short supply, high demand, that remains constant throughout the GTA right now. That's why we're seeing multiple offers and bidding wars on multiple properties right across the boards. Um, it, there is a high likelihood that there will be shortage of supply in September. And we're already starting to see that there is going to be fewer showings and fewer active buyers out on the market uh, during that time. But again, supply demand, it's its not a bad time to be buying. It's not a bad time to be selling. The, the balance of This month and all of September, um, I think we will see quite a bit of trading activity even with uh, back to school happening.
0: Oh, definitely. And I mean, areas in the type of home and the type of area can also play a role in that as well. Um, So if you have a very friendly, uh, kid-friendly home or kid-friendly street, you may want to consider putting it off and getting your home pristine and doing those extra little things and, you know, maybe beat that October market, but put it off just a little bit longer.
1: Well, what I always see historically, and I'm actually afraid a little bit of what it's going to do to the market in October. And you heard me say this in our team meeting I think October is going to be absolutely on fire for... Well,
0: it's historically, it's a very busy month anyways.
1: Well, yeah, people want to move before uh, the end of the year, right? They right. want to get in, especially for those that celebrate Christmas and want to get their tree up in front of their new windows and whatever, right? They, they want to well, Move before
0: the snow, move before all the crop in January and February. Correct. So October is kind of that last push,
1: but it's also the time where, okay, kids are back in school now. We've got our new routines going. Let's get back out there and get on the market again uh, to see what's out there.
0: Well, and I think fall, that that air, that fall air, similar to that spring air, that change of seasons, people have that, uh, you know, want to hunker down. They want that change, you know, they, everyone goes out and gets their pumpkin spice latte and that, that feeling of fall. Creates that buying vibe, that drive. Are you a,
1: are you a pumpkin spice latte guy? Uh,
0: I I would not say no to one. Uh, it's not a regular drink, but uh, if we're out for a walk in the evening, it's uh, it's nice to enjoy. You are you're a
1: Starbucks guy, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah. So we equip our KT Studio here in Milton uh, with pretty good coffee. We've got an excellent yeah. coffee maker. Yeah, Christopher always shows up with Starbucks in hand.
0: I like a little stronger brew than that. uh, So maybe if we change the beans out. um. You know,
1: Chris, you really should go onto our Instagram page and the link in our bio will give you access to our free money savings tip guide. This is a, this is a segue and a bit of a uh, chest bound for those of you that are listening, go to our Insta page. It's at Cremendy Trot and in the link in the bio will give you access to our free money savings tip guide. This guide, of stuff in there. this guide is guaranteed to save you $100 a month at minimum. All you do is you click on the link, you enter in uh, your name and your email address, and it sends you this guide for free. One of the tips in there, Christopher, is to make your coffee at home. Because you're probably well, okay, not right now, but pre-COVID, you were probably spending at least a hundred bucks a month at Starbucks.
0: My budget was two hundred.
1: So anyway, so what's your go-to? <laughs> at, what's what's your go? Hey, two hundred dollars a month, by the way. Oh, if, if you want me to put it into perspective, not only for you, but for those listening,
0: I, I know where you're going
1: with this. $200 a month right now is about $42,000 on your mortgage. So you cut out your Starbucks every day and you finish your basement. That's, that's the
0: alternative, right? Don't, don't tell Jen.
1: Don't tell Jennifer. Um, <laughs>
0: what's your go-to at Starbucks? If, if you're walking Just- into Starbucks right now? grande dark roast in a venti cup black
1: what's the uh
0: reasoning for the venti cup fits my cup holders better got it that's it and i don't spill hot coffee all over myself so let's talk a little bit about decision making with kids
1: because you wanted to kind of chat about that
0: yeah i mean there's i think when um you know, kids add a different dimension and different level to anything you do, and especially when you're looking for a home. There's more things to consider if you're, a, you know, single guy or uh, um, single single lady. Um, and you're looking for your first home, or you're a young couple years away from having kids. You don't have the same considerations you would if you have two young children, one one small child, planning having a large family. There's different things to consider than 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 other people so there's
1: also a lot of things that i think people don't think about that
0: well, as a realtor we need to educate them on that and they need to educate themselves on things that's what i that's kind of the lead in there because there's so many things you you fall in love with a house but it may not be ideal for that family of four if there's no park nearby um if the It's um, maybe they have to take the bus to school instead of walking. Um, If they're if it's a new development and there's a park that's scheduled to be built, but it's four years away from actually being done, Um, different things like that. And just how like kid friendly the house is maybe. It's
1: funny you should say that because I had a client that called me earlier this week and they're great clients. They live in a beautiful home. And they have three young children. And they asked me what my thoughts were on purchasing a new build because there are several new home builders uh, developing in Milton and in um, Halton and Peel region. And I said to them quite simply, first of all, and I'm going to digress a little bit, pricing of new homes right now are being priced at future values. Yeah, they're not pricing them anymore to entice you and say that, oh, this home is now priced $100,000 below market value or 10% below market oh. value, 5% below market value, whatever. They're not doing that anymore. They are no, pricing them for a no few no they're need. closing in yeah. 2021, 2022, you are already paying some of the inflated prices. And my caution with that is you want to be buying and selling in the same market. Yes. Because if you buy, That's if you have a home to sell, which yeah. the majority, majority of our clients do. So if you have a home to sell, you don't want to be selling it in a different market, either good or bad, in the event that there is a decrease in the market. You want to be buying and selling in the same market so you know what your financial numbers look like. But the question to me was what my thoughts were on them buying a new build versus a resale. And money aside, I said, listen, quite simply, you have children. How are you going to feel with those kids not having a park to go to because there are no parks and Mm probably will take a few years. Like when I moved into my house, obviously I didn't have children. I was single at the time. This was 10 years ago, but it took four or five years by the time the park down the street got completed. And another year after that, that the Plaza was completed. So it's all great. Now I can Mm -hmm. walk to both. Um, But it took five, six years for that to happen. And then you got to deal with the dust. You know, so if you have allergies or you just don't want to be living in a a, a construction site, you oftentimes won't get grass for a while. You won't have any mature trees. Um, All of the paving and all that stuff hasn't been completed yet. So, so you're living in a work zone for probably a couple of years. Well,
0: more more than a couple of years, likely. Like I, I did a blog in my uh, post to my LinkedIn profile about the advantages and disadvantages of new home construction, and um, mind you our job we sell resell homes but as my position now i would never buy a new home um i don't want to deal with the to your point the grading the dirt the mud uh the lack of parks the lack of trees like i just don't think it's conducive to young families and i mean enough people to do it no one enjoys it
1: yeah and i mean there are pros and cons, and we've talked about them in the past that obviously you get to select your own choices, whether it's flooring and like things like tile, which is hard to replace, or cabinetry, uh layout, design, yeah. oh, no, for sure. um, those kind of things. But man, you are sacrificing uh a lot to have those advantages, right? So exactly. Um, so that's definitely something to consider. Now one thing you've talked to me about personally in the past, because I assisted you when you purchased your existing home, you were still a client at that time, um, and we looked at we looked at a number of homes before you settled on this one or made yep. a decision on this one. Not necessarily settled. Um, and one of the things that you've come to appreciate that you didn't necessarily appreciate as much when you purchased it or were looking at it was the
0: street. Well, I think that is my number one tip for young families. And I I give this advice all the time is if you, if you see a house and you like it, or if you love it, visit it at different times throughout the day, like go there in the evening, grab a Starbucks, grab a Tim Horns and just grab the stroller Walk up the street. Uh, it has you can get a great feeling for the vibe of the neighborhood, um, and it's one of those things where you, until you have lived on a really great street or great area, you don't really appreciate um, what you have essentially. And I know that's one of the things that, um, although my house is not perfect, um, you know we we'd like to upgrade. We're in no hurry to do so because our street is amazing. I mean, our kid, my James, is literally riding his bike on the street right now with one of the teenagers. Um, and we have zero concerns with traffic. So um, that's... And it's hard to find a really good street. I mean, you live on a... Your house is a beautiful house. And I mean, the street isn't bad. Um, I wouldn't call it ideal. Because like, you do get that through traffic that's coming through there. So, uh, But when you go there different times a day, you get a really good sense of what that neighborhood is like.
1: I love that tip. That is one of the best tips that is overlooked most often. And I love the tip of going there at different times of the day. And reason being, I'll give you an example. I was taking Winston for a walk last night and I go on a lot of the same streets and, you know, we, we circle around, I see what's happening in the neighborhood. I've been venturing off a little bit further and further each time. But one thing I noticed on a street, just a couple of blocks away from me here, and it could be different now because parking restrictions have been lifted, but there's a hot topic. (laughs) Changing September 1st. I Yeah. Um, but there were a ton of cars parked everywhere on this street. And the street is lined with two-story and three-story townhomes only. Yeah. And there were cars everywhere.
0: everywhere.
1: And I'm thinking to myself, well, when these parking restrictions, um, are enabled again, when, when you're going to start getting tickets, um, um, by leaving your car on the road um where are all these cars parking like it's unbelievable the other thing i noticed was this week there's there's been a lot of areas where trash has just been left i guess some people miss the bulk pickup or whatever and there's just trash left in certain areas and i'm thinking to myself well you know why is it being left out there? Are they tenants that don't care or they're just owners that don't care? Um, So you pick different things up at different times of the day, different times of the week, different times of the season. Um, So I I think that's a really good tip. If you're, if you're going to put an offer on a house, even if you're time pressured, try and visit it at different times throughout the day. You'll get a really good feel for what's happening And to your point with my street, it is a through street. It's one of the things that I don't like about the street is that there is more traffic than than your street, as an example. It's not a court. It's a trail. Um, But what I love about it, and for those of you that don't want a sidewalk, I want you to reconsider if you have children. Because everybody thinks, oh, this driveway with no sidewalk, is great because I get more parking. But it's also great if you have kids because you step outside the door and you don't have to cross the street to get to the sidewalk. So if your kids are learning how to ride a bike, as an example, they just hop right on the sidewalk. With our street, literally at the end of the street, you get to a stop sign and you cross that street to the park.
0: And that's oh, yeah. a beautiful, it's one of the best parks in Milton by it by, by a long
1: shot. Oh yeah. Or or a long shot? I don't know.
0: It, it's one it's of the, the good, it's most it's beautiful. In the, it's in the top five parks for our, probably in Milton. It's it's great. And you have the trail there. I mean you At have the beach,
1: trail, the leash tree dog park, the splash pad. View the
0: escarpment. It's it's beautiful.
1: It is. Um, and it's literally a minute and a half walk from my house. A Minute and a half walk in the other direction, we have the big Sobeys Plaza. Um, so I love this street because of that. Mm-hmm. So, there are the pros and the cons. Now, if I was on a street like Farmstead, as an example, it would drive me
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you're um, on a bus route, you got truck transport trucks that can that sometimes go up and down it. Um, it's it's busy and people fly high, high up and traffic, down traffic,
1: high yeah. speed because people aren't stick into that 50 kilometer an hour no um so pros and cons with that but if you have kids you got to think about all of these things and some of the things you overlook because the house is beautiful and you've fallen in love with the house um, don't
0: resent you'll resent those things more than you'll love those uh, the things you have. Followed Which is good with.
1: for our business. Cause that means you're <laughs> calling us in two to three years to. to oh,
0: it's amazing how much that happens. And uh, you, you hear that. Well, I know you told me, <laughs> but uh, you sometimes it's ex- you have to take that uh, expensive mistake.
1: The other things to consider when you have kids,
0: what are they? The type of schools in the area how far are you from the school? Is it a busing school? Is it a walking school? Uh, what grade does it go up to? What's the, you know, what's the diversity in the school? How is it test? Um, I know, um, um, what's the learning style of the school? I mean, there's some things you don't find out until your kids are in there, but you can ask there's tons of Facebook groups you can jump on. Uh, there's different resources online you can check out. Um, we have a good sense of what, so what schools are you know, maybe a little better than others. And I mean, we're very lucky in Milton where they're all about the same. I mean, there's not one school that's hands and above, above anywhere, anywhere else. But there's certain other other areas where, you know, there's a schools that I wouldn't want my kid going to um, in different pockets. Um, but uh, I would say that's a huge factor. Um, I love being able to walk to school to pick up James. Uh, Cause you know, so much bus traffic and car traffic. Um, the, I, I would say that's a, a out, besides the street, the location to the school is number two for me.
1: What about house specific? What do you as a, as a dad, as a parent of two young kids, when you're shopping for a house and when you were shopping for a house, what are the kind of things that you thought about?
0: Um, Outdoor space. I think that especially with COVID now, we're seeing a lot of our clients wanting that bigger premium lot or the ability to add a pool or swing set. Um, so the yard is a huge factor. I mean, generally speaking, you uh, uh, Milton, you got your eighty-eight foot deep lot, and that's pretty standard. So those special lots they create a premium, and they don't always come up. Um, if they do, and you fall in love with it, then you really gotta move quickly. Yep. Um the layout of the home I think is vastly underappreciated when you're looking at small families, especially people that haven't had kids before. So um I think I love about my house is the back of the house is kind of the master um suite so that there's no bedrooms near us. Um, the kids kind of have their own area at the front of the house and we're at yeah, the back a of the house. Wing. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have that separation, that privacy. Uh, on our main level, similar to yours, we have that separate parlor or den, which was supposed to be my office and that has transitioned into a play area, much like you. Uh, but to have the separate space, everyone I know everyone. What you
1: wants... want no longer matters, Christopher.
0: Oh, I know. I've, I've, <laughs> I'm reminded of that every day. Thank you. But I think everyone says they want open concepts. And for me, I don't want open concept. I like having separation. I don't like when people you open the front door and everyone sees here is all the stuff I owned immediately. I love having that. You know, uh, for my like, in my house, I have a big staircase that curves. I have a formal dining area. I have an office or playroom I can close the door to, and then if I invite people in, I can then walk them to the kitchen living, uh, you know, area the home. So I, I think that floor plan, Where the where's the stuff going to go? Where's all that kids crap that accumulates? Where's that going to go? How's the storage? Um, storage is vastly underrated when you're looking at homes.
1: It's funny you said that because when we finished our basement, I specifically designed it to have two pretty significant storage areas both of which it took three full. years <laughs> are at capacity,
0: yeah,
1: to the point where it's overspilling now back into the garage,
0: yeah,
1: and now I'm looking at storage options in the garage, yeah uh, to get rid of some of that stuff, but oh. you know you bring up you bring up several good points in terms of um just the the functionality of the home is extremely important when you have children, right? Like, where are they doing their homework? Where are they playing? Where are their toys going to be? Those are some of the things you need to think about. I think people that don't have children yet need to think about those things more so than they are. I think that's a big miss for a lot of new couples because they come to us and we get a lot of people that, you know, they're engaged or they're just married and they yeah, tell us
0: or, or they're expecting.
1: yeah, we're we're planning on having a family. We're planning on having children and we want to move to Milton to settle down and start a family. Well, that's wonderful. That's a big bulk of Milton this is young families, so great place to be looking. Oakville is um see more and more of that Burlington as well. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed is that a lot of them are concentrating on the look of the house, like very cosmetically oriented, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all about the cosmetics. Uh, Oh, I love this kitchen, or oh, I love the bathroom, or these floors are
0: Instagram profile photo. (laughs) Yeah, or these floors
1: are beautiful, (laughs) or you know that staircase is phenomenal, or the wains love the wainscoting in that house. Yeah,
0: all that stuff can be changed. You can't change the footprint of your home.
1: Correct, and you can't change the location. you can't change the the size. you can't change you know the lot size. those are the unchangeables. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. I think they they miss the unchangeables because of how much they love that emotional feel of those upgrades or the look and you know, it's it's what I call the uh, HGTV effect. Everybody's watching these shows and seeing these beautiful renovations and and all of these nicely decorated, staged homes, and even our homes. Like some of them, when we list them for sale after we've put our touches and staged them and designed them and and all this, I walk in and I'm like,
0: wow, I want them. Well, number one. The number one comment I think we get from people is like, I don't know if we want to sell anymore. It's amazing what that uh, what that does, and that's why we stage homes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk just real quick about what it's like to sell a home with children.
0: It's awful. <laughs> so, it's not um, fun. It's not,
1: no, it's a not. fun. Process.
0: No. That's for sure, it, it adds an additional level of stress that you you wouldn't normally have. Uh, I know myself and many of our clients, we had a new child, we sold our house, bought a new one. We had a new child, sold our house, bought a new one. Um, it's... Out I of mean, need, really? Oh, like 80% of, I mean, I would say a large percentage of people have a child and they want to, they're either thinking of selling or, or buying something new or they need to. Right. Um, so... I, I think that you need to really plan ahead and make sure that you're you know what's plan ahead and, and have an honest conversation of what's most important um, you know is it selling quickly is it getting the most amount of money um, for me it was selling quickly i I had dealing with a dog dealing with a newborn dealing with a toddler. Uh, Putting toys away, folding beds, getting, finding somewhere to go for three hours when there's back to back to back showing.
1: Sold within 12 hours, I believe, something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) But I think you appreciate, um, you know, you do a lot of work to get your home ready for sale, but it's a pain in the ass to keep it on like pristine condition.
1: So I want to give those of you that, are listening that have kids and thinking about selling or you're in the process of selling. And this is in no way, by the way, intended to solicit anybody that's under a contract with another brokerage. (laughs) But here are some tips, by the way, if you like what we're talking about, if you like this podcast, if you like past podcasts, leave us a comment, leave us a review, make sure you like, um, wherever you're listening or watching, we really, really appreciate it. This is episode ninety-two of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Chris Behe and myself, and uh, we're going to wrap it up shortly. But here are some tips if you are selling your home with a kid. Number one, much like you would have a bag prepared for the hospital if you were pregnant, and uh, you know, planning for um, the birthday, have bags packed that have some toys, some snacks, food, water, things to keep them occupied. You may be out of the house for a half an hour. You may be out of the house for several hours. When your home comes on the market in the first week to 10 days will be your busiest period of time. It's going to be hectic. You're going to be scrambling. You're going to be running home after work to, um, Tidy up or to grab things, grab a bite to eat, grab a drink, whatever, and boom, out the door, you've got some showings. You might not even have the ability to come home after work or after school because there might be showings. So have bags ready to go so you can take them with you in the morning or you can pop home quickly to take them with you after and make sure things to keep your kids occupied and fed are in those bags.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this time of year, we've seen a lot of our clients go to a cottage or rent a cottage for that first weekend. uh, There's tip
1: number two, get the fuck out of the house. Exactly. Permanently until your home is sold. Exactly. And it allows your realtor to do a better job because it now allows the home to be shown at any time of the day without having to have that downtime of confirming the appointments You don't have to worry about confirming appointments. They just get auto approved while you're away. And you don't, right now you don't have to worry about the whole sanitization part of things. So that's a benefit too. Um, So there you go. A couple of tips. If you are selling your home with children, pack your bags or just get out
0: completely. (laughs) Yeah. Anything
1: else you want to add while we wrap this up?
0: No, I mean I think it's uh you know, I don't think people should be scared away. Just know there's more to it. And you know, to your what we always say is there's never a, a bad time. Um, but you you just have to know the the pros and cons of you know the the time you're dealing with.
1: If you have any questions about buying or selling a home with children in mind, whether it's process or schools. Um, obviously both myself and Christopher, we have two young boys and we're very familiar with all of these processes. We've been through it ourselves with clients.
0: Um, and, and I'll, I'll throw one thing in there, maybe a small plug, I guess. And again, no way to mean solicit, but things we, I feel like a lot of what we do is geared around people who have small kids, things like our Arlo cameras, giving a notification when people come and go, the cleaning service we do before we list a home to make give take parents one less thing for them to worry about. Um, I think we we have that focus because so many of our clients are young, young parents, young families.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And everything that we've designed in our process is to make things as easy as possible. And obviously to deliver the best results, which would also include selling the home in a quicker amount of time. So, so that's um definite positive for, for people with kids because you don't want your home to be on the market for, for a long time because that is not fun. Thank you, Christopher, for joining me in this episode of KT Confidential, me. the real estate nice podcast. To see you. Episode 92, for those of you listening, we appreciate you listening this far. If you did listen this far, give us a thumbs up to let us know if you liked it. If you didn't like it, hey, give us a thumbs down. I don't care. I want to know. Uh, hopefully you liked it. Leave us a comment. Send us a DM. And uh, we'll see you next week.
0: See you, Chris. Good day.